0: a dee, a
1: do
2: doo. Ariel told me that there I think the second episode. I think there's an episode, I think it was Zoe Saldana. Who? That um she says is like I need to watch. Yeah. I've tried
1: to watch the first episode where What's His Nuts is a, a comedian. A comedian, yeah. And there's about enough plot there for a half hour episode. Which is And then we got into forty five minutes and I went, Why are we still doing this? And I stopped. Um but
2: I hear good things. I hear I hear kind of
0: iffy things yeah. actually. Yeah, that's what I hear too. Right. Nice. Um Do we introduce the show? We should do a you show. Don't you really do do that do a show. anymore. Yeah, I've noticed you guys just start talking. Well, we start
1: talking, and then eventually we'll go. What's up to our sidekicks and henchmen yeah. out there in the Geek Nation? You're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. I'm Johnny Destructo, and I'm the Bat Tribble. With us this week is
0: Brandon. Yay! It's Brandon. Hi. Ola. Hi. Ciao.
1: Um. Uh. So anyway, we're here to talk about
0: comics. What are we here to talk about? Why are we talking comics. about you don't read comics? Why? I read uh, comics.
2: I don't read Marvel and DC. God damn it. I read comics. I just read a re- I just read a great comic book that I, I fell in love with all over again. The Fix. Oh my god, it's so good. Nick Spencer. I haven't uh, finished it yet. Steve- yeah, I have the second and third trades and I realized um, I bought them to go for my vacation last year. And then I was going to save them because my vacation got pushed back to this year. Uh-huh. But then I was like, I worked out a deal with my my lady that I can only bring a set amount of comics with sure, me yeah, yeah. on a cruise. So the fix didn't make the cut. Uh-huh. So now I'm rereading the first trade so that I can read the second and third.
1: Yeah, uh, if you like the fix, though, Leonard, I would also recommend he did The Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Which was a nice little mini series that is, is feels exactly like the Fix, but using
2: the C list and D list Spider Man villains. So, because I I saw that, so that book is more of a, a comedy. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, it's great. Okay. Yeah, that's when the Fix came out. I want to say that Superior Foes of Spider Man was first, and yes, then the it Fix was. came out, and I was like, Oh my god, this is just like that, but with different characters. It's the same aesthetic, same comedy bits not we, bits but like same as what's what i want to say um well, well, it's I very got you similar okay yeah. do you remember who did the art on that run uh not michael lark but someone similar to michael lark no not on the fix because that's steve leeper oh Lieber, yeah yeah Lieber. who i would say is similar to R- michael Lark. michael lark but yeah, who, yeah.
2: who did the art on superior Sp- foes of spider-man I want to say it was the same guy. Oh really? Oh oh, so that's interesting. Um, Steve Lieber. Oh, I didn't know Lieber. Yeah, it's the, the same the team. Spider-Man. Oh, so now that makes it interesting. To me. Yeah, and they got a nice little,
1: I think, hardcover collection of all of it in one little book. Like how many? Is it like six um, issues. That's uh, usually how many a trade is, right? Ongoing published series issues seventeen. Seventeen Wait, issues of what? Superior Superior Foes of Spider Man. Oh, because that's not ongoing. No, it was. Oh, okay. It was an ongoing comic book series. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't a mini is what what they're saying. So anyway, yeah, if you like uh, Nick Spencer and Steve Lieber.
0: Would you not also recommend Amazing Spider-Man? I do. It's not the same. Okay. I haven't
1: read. I I would not say, I wouldn't go, hey, if you like the fix, read Amazing Hmm. Spider-Man. That's a one-to-one comparison with the fix and superior foes. Amazing Spider-Man is is just classic, fun Spider-Man stuff with a little bit of... um, an expensive humor humor to it, yeah.
2: Okay. Because I'm looking for, because I told you, I don't know if we said it on the show before, that I recently bought the Superior Spider-Man. Ah! Um, so good. Yeah, and I just got both big, thick compilations. Mm-hmm.
1: The Complete, uh, it's like a soft cover, yeah. but
2: it's called The Complete, Yeah. there's two volumes. And there's
0: two volumes. Yeah,
1: and then there's also The Companion that go along with it.
0: Okay, I'm not getting that. I'm just telling you. Okay. Wouldn't that have Superior both or no? No. Oh. Then what? We'll,
1: hmm. So you know, he, there were other ones like the Avenging Spider-Man. There were right. other ones where it was like Superior Spider-Man. You know, Doc Ock was involved in other books mm-hmm. as as opposed to just his main title. Right. So I think those collected those of like, oh, here's Spider-Man appearances that were actually Doc Ock.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's what the companion book is. Yes. Yeah. No, won't be getting those. But um, yeah. So I was looking for. I got those. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for. Okay one more because it was very lonely on my bookshelf because I don't have a lot of Spider-Man on my mm-hmm. bookshelf so I was like I got that I got Miles Morales first so I was looking for one more Spider-Man
1: there. are you asking for a recommendation or are you going somewhere with this Well, I, so that's why Superior Foes
2: Oh, would be, be, one. would be Great. the perfect one because
1: if you need one more I would also say Mark Miller's Marvel Knights Spider-Man was really good too and that was about a 12 issue run I want to say
2: you
0: but know. it's out of
1: print right
2: now. Yeah, I'm not going there. Did okay. you
0: is the ultimate spider man on there? Like Peter? Peter Ultimate Spider Man? No.
2: No, and I know that was good because that was him and Mark Bagley. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And they did like a hundred and twenty issue run and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But Bagley's art doesn't grip me.
1: Interesting. Uh, same. Sometimes same. Sometimes I'm into it, sometimes I'm not.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And um and I and I and I'm and I'm fine with that. I mean, you know, I got Bend, I got a, I got enough Bendis on my bookshelf, so I'm cool.
1: So something momentous just happened off air while we were paused to help a customer, and that is, after, I don't even months and months and months, if not years, of, Brandon trying to get Len to read Gwenpool. <laughs> Len is going to buy Volume One of the Unbelievable Gwenpool, and he's going to check it out. Yes, I am. And he will report back to us.
2: I will. I will report back. I I will have to say I. I flipped through the first trade. It looks very charming, Um, and it it pulled me in. So I'm going to give it a go. Give Gwenpool a go. Well, we got letters, Len. We got
1: letters. Oh, we got lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. letters. All right. I closed my phone, picking it up to read the email. <laughs> so here we go. Punching it. Here we go. So from Anthony Drago, ooh, he says, Regarding your best moments from Endgame discussion, some smaller ones where Pepper telling Tony... We'll be fine. You can rest now.
2: Oh, yeah. That was a good one.
1: And one small moment that no one mentions is a callback to Civil War. At the end of the fight with Spider-Man, Cap says, you got heart, kid. Where are you from? Peter says, Queens. Steve grins and replies, Brooklyn. In Endgame's final battle, Cap throws the hammer for Peter and yells, hey, Queens, heads up. It was great.
2: Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I caught it, too. It was great.
2: I did caught that, too. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, now, this might mean more to me, given that I grew up in one of the outer boroughs. Maybe these lines don't land if you're unfamiliar with New York. No, I mean, I definitely got it. I knew that yeah. I knew why I called them queens. Uh, but in a movie rife with amazing moments. And callbacks. Was, and callbacks, yeah. It's hard to name and appreciate all of them in one episode. J.D., I also thought Carol's line to Peter was delivered Perfectly. Hey, Peter Parker. It made Mm -hmm. Brie Larson's portrayal of Carol even better. One thing I think was missing was a scene where Thor calls Tony and Steve his brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah. This could have worked when the trio is standing on the ridge looking out over Thanos. It could have been a poignant moment. Thor has literally lost everything. His family, his friends, the Warrior Three warriors three and his home thor referring to him as brothers would be an acknowledgement that he has another family what do you think would this have been earned thanks guys welcome to the show brandon anthony uh 100 i agree with that 100 percent.
2: the what the last part of the, the thor the brother.
1: brothers thing like i i do think that thor so much so i don't think that he even has to say it out loud i do think he considers them his family the the top top avengers
0: right I wonder, though. I mean, I I think that would definitely make sense. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like when you think about it, how much has Thor interacted with them? I think. Like, I wonder, because mm-hmm. when you think about, like, he wasn't in Civil War, and like they didn't like interact as much. I it, I don't know, it felt to me like they had less of an interaction before.
2: I was going to say the same thing.
1: I have a question regarding that, though. In my headcanon, right? There are the movies that have taken place, and all the times where the Avengers have um, come together. Do you think that that's the only time they've come together, or in your head are there have these characters spent more time with each other than we've seen?
2: I don't. Uh, I think that in the movies, especially in regards to Thor, that may be all the time that they spent together. Do you think the, the Earthbound people probably not, mm-hmm. but the. With Thor, yes, because you got to remember Thor leaves with Loki, yeah, and then he pretty much is off doing his thing, you know, with mm-hmm. on Asgard, and then the next time you see him, it's he's in you know Ragnarok, yeah. Um, so I think Thor, it's it's see, you to could me, argue hasn't really spent the time. If anything, he spent more time with the Hulk,
0: which is why they sent the Hulk to get him. Like I feel like right. that that's a sign of like. Who is Thor closest to? They sent the Hulk to get him.
1: I see what you're saying. But do you not think that there is time? And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing a step here. But isn't there time between Avengers? Because I know, yeah, in the first Thor, he takes Loki away. Or the first Avenger, Avengers. The first Avengers, he takes Loki away. And then the Rainbow Bridge is busted. But then there's the Dark World happens. And he's able to come back to Earth. And after that, I think it's a little bit more
2: well, casual. He's in Avengers too. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they spent some time. Let's put it this way i wouldn't have balked at him calling them brothers right but i don't miss it right because i think an argument can be made that maybe it's to his point maybe not earned Mm.
0: yet gotcha i mean as far as also with the thor thing there's like he doesn't like you said because i was thinking like guardians of the galaxy too like he'll go off with them and i feel like he's more of a worldly worldly traveler I wouldn't necessarily consider him kind of like Captain Marvel, right? But m- a little less than that because he, so, he has
2: more of a... a stake in the earth than she right. does. Well, I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But um, like I said, I don't I, I ultimately don't miss it. But it's you know it's a, it's a fair point, right?
1: I think it would have been a nice moment. Yeah. Now that now that it's occurred to me via Anthony
2: Drago, I'm like yeah, it would have been nice. It would have been nice, but like again, I don't. I'm cool with it not being there. So I'm saying it's like, yeah, you know. Um, didn't he have something else in his email? No, Anthony? he was saying moments he liked. Oh, he was talking to moments. Hey, like. Peter Parker, he liked that. Yeah, the um, I, I, queens. I did the queens thing. I did think it was cool. I, yeah. I did like that. I'm surprised though at how much how many people see that Hey, Peter Parker resonated with him. I, I thought it was cool, but it didn't
1: like pop me it has stuck with me since i've seen yeah, it i know you said i can still picture her saying it i can still hear it and uh, there's just something about that one line
0: i also think that and now this might be a little controversial oh but, no <laughs> um i think uh captain marvel has had less um personable moments yes than some other heroes no and so you're I right think that's why that stands out more is that like this that's is her true. a a moment of levity from her where there isn't a lot usually that is
1: and and in fact i would say that is where i want to see the character going more in the future because um i wouldn't say it's controversial to say that at all i think that is exactly how that character is written um in her movie she has been brainwashed for five years kidnapped um she's in a different space and she's been brainwashed to not show emotion Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really come into her powers until she's able to let go and engage with those emotions, right? And that's right. sort of like her Coming impetus out. at the end there. Yeah. So the fact that she shows up and she's got a little bit a little bit more sass to her, um maybe I think that sounds pretty good of why why it resonated so well with people and I want to see more of it in the future.
2: And I think we will cuz I think yeah. now she's at a comfort level with her powers. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like I don't think Captain Marvel 2 will be well, I'm pretty sure it won't be like another, you know, period piece, period piece,
1: unless they're going. I mean, she was gone for what, eight, eight
2: but there's no ten? stakes in that, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. so, um, my quiet is kept as much as I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984. There's a part of me that's like, well, we know she's here in 2020. Mm-hmm. So, like, also, how many, how much, how high can the stakes be? Right?
0: I was just gonna say it doesn't really make sense because she implied that she like kind of stopped she w- wasn't active from that first movie to justice league mm-hmm. but now i think about it i guess it, it's possible that she was but she yeah. could have been active and not been out in the public right but
2: it, to yeah, me, it I, seemed I, like it, she it, didn't want to be active well, she, well we don't know whether she's right. drawn into something you know?
1: yeah i would accept that answer she's not publicly active but got sucked into something right mm-hmm. on the on the dl Um, we have another email from Christopher
2: St. Saucy. Good night. Yeah, I got that one. I'll read it. Why don't you read it, Len? Oh, I shall. The subject line is Batman Burning Bright. (gasps) Hey, guys. Hi. I'm a huge fan (laughs) of the Twilight movies and books. Frankly, I think the movies did a better job adapting this series of books versus the Harry Potter books to movies, which drive me insane with how bad a job they did. How do you feel about that, uh, Brandon? I have to go. I've become distressed. Yeah, let me
1: let me let me tell you. Let me answer that for you. Why it was easier to adapt um, Twilight movies mm-hmm. is because there is two percent <laughs> the story and plot of a Harry Potter book exactly. in a Twilight novel. There right. is plenty of room to put everything that happens in the Twilight books on screen, and then have a, a couple of minutes extra, you exactly. know, just like silence.
2: Exactly. Um, didn't the Twilight movies, weren't they originally, like the books, originally fan fiction? No. No. That's Fifty Shades other, of Grey was Shades fan of gray. fiction
0: of Twilight. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. It still tickles me.
2: And it's all garbage. Um, continuing. He continues. I really have no opinion on Robert Pattinson playing Batman, though. I hated Christian Bale, though thought he was the worst thing about that series of movies. I would have liked to see a young Adrian Brody in the role, but that's just based on his role in the Predator movies. Excuse me. Predators. In the Predators movies. Excuse me. If you're basing your Adrian Brody acumen on the Predators movie, (laughs) then bruh, I have to question your casting choices. Because he was woefully miscast mm. in the Predators movie. Um, and while I don't mind Adrian Brody, I don't need to see that long chin. <laughs> and stick, nose. And nose sticking out of a cow. Mm. At I'll tell you what, he looks like physically
1: Brian Bolin's version of the Joker.
2: Yeah, you put some white
1: fit makeup Mm -hmm. on him. He looks like the Brian Boland Joker, not so much a Batman. Not, not a Batman
2: at all. And I disagree that Bale was the the worst. Yeah, what's the
1: problem with Bale other than like his voice got more cartoonish as the series went on. Yes,
2: but in the beginning, I thought he was great. Yeah, I thought I thought he was excellent in Batman Begins. Yeah, I think I actually think he's good in The Dark Knight. it's just that Heath Ledger is so. Acting, he's acting uh, circles around everybody in that movie, and everybody. But I mean, I think he's good in good in that. He's just as good as everybody else in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, for what it was, Dark Knight Rises is, you know, he was okay. He's he was acting to the material. Yeah, I think the, the material writing, was bad. Yeah, the material was. W- I still
1: to this day, I, I walked out of Batman. I'm sorry, the Dark Knight. Going, don't make any more. Just stop it here. We're done. We don't need any more Nolan Batman movies. Maybe they'll just stop. And then they did three, and I went, nope, they should have stopped.
2: Yeah, especially since there was enough movie in The Dark Knight for Mm -hmm. three movies. Anyway, Christopher continues. As far as Game of Thrones, I loved it. My girl Arya, since I've rooted for it since the beginning, came through unscathed. The show's biggest problem was surpassing the books, but there really was no way to avoid that thanks to George R.R. Martin. I enjoyed Brightburn. It was definitely a heavy-handed, evil Superman movie, but I enjoyed it. It reminded me of the one issue of The Cape I read. I never read Irredeemable. Spoilers. I was happy that he survived the movie. Sometimes we don't get happy endings. Sometimes the bad guys win. I'm also hoping that scene with Michael Rooker as the amateur Glenn Beck is more than just an Easter egg, and that we actually get an expanded universe of evil versions of heroes. Chris, Saint Saucy, Sweet Dreams. Yeah. Brightburn. Brightburn. We
1: also saw Brightburn. Yes. Yes, we did. So
2: uh, let's talk about it. Which is definitely a what if. Yes, Superman tale, which is what I wanted. is exactly what you wanted. Yeah, uh, I, I actually one of the things that I, I that I enjoyed that I knew that if if a certain triple mm-hmm. of oh. super nature was sitting next to me would be pissed about mm-hmm. is that there's a little lean. I mean, the story is definitely what if Superman, but there's definitely a visual lean to it in that. The character Brandon, who is basically the Clark Kent of this story, is almost always dressed in blues and reds. I didn't even notice
1: that they yeah. uh, they villed him. Yes, I didn't realize. Interesting.
2: Oh. <laughs> so has, has has Randy seen this movie? Not at all. He, he's he, not. He has no interest in seeing it.
1: How do you have no, anyway? All right. So, like, how do you love Superman and then not want to see the Evil Superman movie? Like, if they made an evil Spider-Man movie, I'd better believe I'm going to go
0: see it. I know a lot of people um, just don't want to see, like, an evil version. Like, some people really hate the Injustice universe because they really like Superman and they don't like seeing him that way.
1: It it also just seems like—I don't want to make the Zack Snyder comparison, but it's just like, oh, we only went slightly darker than Zack (laughs) Snyder. Right. Than Man of Steel. All right, so— I was very excited for this movie. I was stoked about it. As soon as we saw it, I was like, oh, shit, we're getting a What If Man of Steel? All right, I'm into this. And um, Great trailer. Great trailer. Super spooky. And um, I liked the cast. I liked everybody involved with it. Elizabeth
2: um, Banks is the... Yeah. Uh,
1: and uh, the boyfriend from The Office. I never know that guy's
2: name. Oh, is that who he is? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't... I think Brandon's pulling them up, pulling up the cast. David Denham. Yeah. David Denham. Okay. De- oh, David Denman. David yeah. Denman. And they're both great in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're both excellent. So. Um,
2: and this was produced by James Gunn.
1: Yes, which that sp- gave
2: me, gave me hope. Well, from a story written by I think either his brother or his cousins. They're both guns. They're, mm-hmm. the There's a lot of
1: guns involved. Right. So. Um, my. Takeaway of the movie is we're gonna obviously since uh, Chris Chris spoiled it already spoiled it so we're gonna we're gonna spoil it even more. I would say that I walked out of that theater going, yeah, it was pretty fun. That mm-hmm. was it was fun. I ate my popcorn, I drank my drink, I enjoyed watching it. Um, but on a on a broader level, for me, knowing that we have ten plus years of groundbreaking superhero movies, and we've seen all of the superhero things done to death, I wanted this horror version of a Superman movie to take it further than it did. I think that, have you read any evil Superman stories, like mm-hmm. The Cape, or
2: Injustice. The
1: Mighty, Injustice, etc.? You've seen everything that's in this movie already. Okay. And I kind of wanted more. But then I go, well, all right, most of the world hasn't read these things. So to them, it's going to be revelatory. Yeah. So then I go, okay, great, fine. This is all inner monologue. (laughs) Dialoguing with myself. Okay, so fine. But in the next one, since he's alive, I really want them to do some innovation. Okay. What did you think?
2: I loved it. Great. I really enjoyed it. I went in knowing um, what your... You came around to mm-hmm. that most people have not read Irredeemable. Yeah. They haven't seen the evil Superman. Um, and I think by not only evoking the story, but even even invoking some of the um the imagery mm-hmm. that you've seen in previous Superman movies into this film was just letting you know, like giving you a little bit of comfort food with spoon feed, like, oh, it's a good place, you know what yeah. I mean? Um but then we're going to take it left. Yeah. And then when they take it left, I like that they do not, they take their foot off the brakes. Yo. Yo.
1: That The, the gore yeah. in this movie was, while there wasn't
2: a lot of it, what was there was mm-hmm. visceral. Visceral and hit you. Yeah. like And you didn't expect, because you almost, because it is, it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And even though you go into it knowing that it's rated R, but because it is so much the quote-unquote Superman movie, mm-hmm. you're waiting for the punch to be pulled back. Yeah. And no, it does not. So that when the punch smacks you in the jaw, <laughs> yeah, your yeah. jaw reacts accordingly. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Cause I, I can was, still see it. I know. I've been still... seeing it for a week, dog. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo.
1: Disturbingly, is, uh uh graphic <laughs> yeah. so.
2: but i but i didn't mind cuz like yo if you're going to go for it let's go for it yeah. you know yeah.
1: and that you know that's a good point I th- had it been like a pg13 movie i'd have been like Get the f- what
2: right. why, why are we even here yeah yeah but but i but i what i also liked was that the storytelling of it to me made sense like these weren't these weren't like like the whole idea is that you know he's 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 called to be evil because of his more or less quote unquote where he came from yeah you don't know where he came from you know um, but you know he came from another planet but outside of that his upbringing on earth these parents might as well have been the Kents. Yeah. They were raising him, they were a loving family, mm-hmm. r- raising him with love and support, you know. Um, he was a little picked on, but they were trying to help him, mm-hmm. you know, build him up a little bit. Uh, his father had an interesting story, you know, like he was, he was kind of a hunter, but you know, I don't want you to, like, you don't need guns right yeah, now, yeah. you're too young. I mean, I... Everything of it was was cool. I love the storytelling. Even when he turns evil, there was there was an incredulousness about them. They was like, "No, not our son." Yeah. But then they had to work their way around. But wait a minute, he's not our son, really. Yeah. I mean, I just I liked everything about it. I uh, I found it
1: predictable, but again, true. that may be just because of what I know. My background.
2: I mean, and it is a horror movie. It's a horror movie. There's certain, you know, it's got to be certain levels of kills.
1: Now, what I wasn't sure they were going to do was you had said when he turned evil, and he literally turns evil. Like I think that spaceship flips a switch in his brain. Exactly. I think he was one kid, and he was Superman. He was on his, you know, path to maybe becoming a Superman, but because the alien race that sent him here had pre- It seemed like they had previously done mm-hmm. some brainwashing there's some sort of ability they have to manipulate you mm-hmm. mentally um yeah i I like that the ship just whoop now you're bad, take the world
2: right yeah yeah because and because when you think about the the whole deal of Superman, everybody talks about how he turns into Superman because of his upbringing from the Kents, sure, yeah, but he does at some point embrace his kryptonian side mm-hmm. and it's only because his Kryptonian parents were Jor-El and Lara, and they basically were were the Kents on Krypton, that he's still altruistic. Yeah. Who's to say if Jarrell and Lara were Jarel and Lara Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> that a sp- a switch might you know you know Kryptonite might have made him like mmm kill Whitey. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't you don't know. Yeah. You know, so uh, in in many ways, I guess not, not. I was going to say it kind of remind me of the comic book Red Sun, but even that is mm. different because Red Sun is definitely about his nurturing yeah. here on Earth. So it is different. But I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. And I liked. I also liked that he lived at the end, even yeah. though I kind of thought he would. Um, and I, I'm Well, I wasn't entirely sure. Actually, I was wondering
1: because that ship cuts him. I was wondering if there was a kryptonite aspect to it, and the mother would have to wind up killing her own son. Well, we don't, and that would have been just as powerful, I think, as the ending we got.
2: And ultimately, that's what you think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you know, the tables, get, the table gets turned. And I like that the tables get get turned because it it would have been. If she had kills if she kills him Mm -hmm. or even injures him, it would have been what you were predicting, but it wouldn't show any growth from the from the boy. Mm -hmm. Because the boy already fell for this trick with his dad.
1: Right, yeah. Much
2: to his dad's chagrin. Oh my god. Oh. I I loved it. I I I enjoyed it a lot. So um one
1: of the an interesting little tidbit is one of the alternate endings for the movie was going to involve the little girl mm. sort of developing her own, quote-unquote, superpower. And I believe she was supposed to be, like, having, like, a a metallic arm.
2: Oh, like a prosthetic? Yeah. Okay. And it's
1: going to be her working on a metallic arm or something, and I guess they were going to, like, try to start building her as, like, the hero. Mm. Um. But really, they just sort of, like, forget about her. Okay. He Right? It's just sort of, like... you're has they a conversation did. with her, with her, and then leaves, and then we <laughs> well, never see her again. G- well, yeah. we assume she he leaves. No,
2: well, I think we did. Well, we see we see her at the end of the movie, when they see when the um when they um.
1: Was it the television reporter?
2: Yeah, when they, when they're going through the television report, there's a flash of her like I think like looking at the TV. Oh, or okay, like that. okay. Like you don't really like revisit her. Gotcha. Or anything.
1: But yeah, I would def- 100% want to see a sequel to this oh yeah i would like to see the maybe give him a couple of years um mm-hmm. and let
2: him be a teenager mm-hmm. and then really flash forward a little bit yeah 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 i would i would w- i'm interested i hope that it i honestly hope that it makes enough money that um it does this that's the other thing how much do do you know what the budget on this one do you know let me, it, don't look it up oh how much do you think the movie costs haven't watched it.
1: I'm not good at like movie budgets. I never Ball know party. what. Uh, to t- 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 ten million,
2: five million. It cost seven million dollars. Oh, I was right. okay, Right, I right, got right in between my two guesses. Was it six? Yeah. It made, I knew it was like it's six or seven. Probably somewhere in between. It, but it made in because it didn't like kill in its opening weekend, um, because it was going up against. I think it was going up against Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, but I think it made like about. It made its money back good good so it made like between 7 to 8 million so and that's, that's just the first weekend so and that's the first weekend that's at least you know you know it's turned to profit yeah so hopefully it'll make an, enough you know word of mouth will be strong it'll make a it will, 7 million is is pretty low budget right 7 7 million is very low budget but it it didn't feel it didn't feel no, like a low budget movie to me at all.
1: all yeah it felt like every all the money was up there
2: yeah so i, I hope they do
1: uh, but yeah, I'll definitely go see the second one if they do it. I just want more. I just want I want some something clever to happen, something fun and like unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I want to I want to be surprised. And nothing yeah. in here really surprised me. So. Uh, okay. So wait, that was uh, Christopher Goodnight's email. Yes. And then so spe- uh, the movie tip though, we, I saw another film. Oh yes. Which, which was the John Wick three. John Wick three Parabellum. Uh,
0: Parabellum which Brandon saw too. See, si, señora. Oh my god. <laughs> Where are you? Brandon. Brandon. You think of John Wick. Power I liked dollar. it. I really liked it, especially cuz that week leading up to it, I did, like I now that I have AMC like A-list, I tr- I'm trying to watch more movies. So Are you wh- getting, like, paid for this? No, this it's just a good service. you've mentioned this. <laughs> it's a good service. <laughs> you, so you <laughs> literally pause every
2: time. But now that I've got AMC, the A-list.
0: <laughs> I always want to call it AMC stuff and then I remember the other. Anyway, yeah. so w- now that I have it, I decided to watch more movies. So I had never seen any John Wick movie. So, like, that Sunday I decided to watch it that Friday. So that week I watched the other ones leading up to it. Okay. So, like, I was really excited for it. And then it was... At first, I was like, I don't know about it, but then I just decided, why not? So I went and watched it. I really and I really enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: I also really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for asking me. Um, <laughs> I think oh, that- <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. Um, so uh, I didn't know if I would care about John Wick the exactly. first one, and then it came out, and I went and saw it, and I was like, well, shoot, that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a big guy of like, let me go watch uh dude shoot people a bunch movie kind of guy okay uh, every so often I enjoy them um, but they have to have a little extra element to it like die hard he's got like a personality there's a whole there's a story there it's not just like let me shoot people uh, this is very much I'm going to shoot every person and um, it still worked for me I, I I felt the connection with the dog um, I thought the the villains in the first one were really great Um the villains in this movie are a little bit more cookie cutter than I would say in the first. I, honestly, I don't remember what happened in number two. Who does he fight in number two? Common. Common. Well, that scene
2: was great. Right. Yeah. He fights Common. But,
1: but he, like he's the second villain. He's not yeah. like the main villain. Who is the main villain in number he's, two? He's it drawn
2: was, in by a remaining contract that he
0: has to satisfy. Oh. It was that he had um he made an agreement. He uh. I forget what they called it. But like he, he someone helped him with his impossible task. Yeah. And in exchange getting he had to out. yeah. And so he had to do something for this guy whenever yeah. he asked. And the guy came in finally
1: off. came in with his marker. Yeah. That's um was. I still cannot remember who the bad guy at the end of that was. Doesn't really matter. Um he dies. Yeah. Yeah, the common <laughs> scene was great. I love cuz I don't really pay that much attention to his acting common, mm-hmm. but I thought he was a lot of fun. And then in this one, I think it is just as good as the other two. Mm-hmm. It's just one really six-hour-long movie at this point, right? Yes. Um, Especially
0: because it's all in like the span of like a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think like two weeks. It yeah. picks
1: up directly where the last one end, ended, of him hobbling yes. <laughs> hobbling away, yes. uh, kind of panicked, which is fun. I liked seeing that version of this character where he's like panicked, and he doesn't know what to do, and he doesn't really have anywhere to turn, um, at least in the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were some nice moments I thought sprinkled throughout, even though I didn't really care about a main villain, um, like where he's fighting the two uh,
0: brothers, two guys, brothers, from the, from the two, the two, two ninja the type. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, is that what they're from? Yes. The raid, uh, and they were just like so pleased to be fighting
2: to the death with John Wick. Yeah, and I, that they and that they respected all of them respected each other. Yeah. And he, so he didn't go for the kill. He, yeah, yeah. I, he's
1: like, ah, all right, and then
0: they both kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny. And, and the, I, mas- the guy from Master Chef. Master Chef? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's, it's, Iron Chef. It's Iron,
1: Iron Chef. Chef. Yeah.
2: Iron Chef. He is the the he that was the the bald guy that he fights. Okay.
0: With the night with with the. Blade. You know, and the one who's like kooky, he's like we're the same.
2: Oh,
1: oh, he was Kai. Kind of, he was almost on the verge of annoying that guy. Mm. I like
2: I like the idea of him, but his the fan when he turns into a fanboy at the end, it mm. totally comes out of the blue. Uh-huh. But because it comes out of the blue, and where it does come out of the blue, yeah. it I, it worked for me. You know mm. what I mean? It was yeah. cool. And if you only know him from Iron Chef, then you' not giving him his just due. Pull up the pull up oh, his, yeah. his name. I Is know Mark? he's I think it's more other stuff. It's it's to M something. But he actually, and I didn't know this but he actually has a history in these films in these kind of like action films.
0: Oh. Yeah, he's like a he might I don't know if he's an actual like samurai or something, but he does a lot of like knife tricks and stuff. So yeah.
2: Yeah, he's 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 like renowned in in like if you look at his IMDb. Oh, like, I had no idea. for being in a lot of action movies. I didn't even know that. Hmm. You know what I mean? And they would definitely like B-level movies yeah, and yeah. stuff like that which you know, he probably stop getting cast in thus he moves on to Iron Chef but um his name's Mark DeCascos Yeah, Mark DeCascos. DeCascos. Um, oh, I know that name. But he, yeah, he's done he's done a lot of great stuff. He did uh he was in Drive. He was in um Only the Strong. Um Brotherhood of the Wolf. Ah, oh, wow. I, I
0: mean,
2: haven't seen that in a long time.
0: He's been he's been in a, he's an, in Hawaii 50.
2: Well all right, yeah. Okay. He actually
0: <laughs> he gonna go Hawaii 5-0 People know it. I'm just saying he was in something people know about.
2: He was on the episode. <laughs>
0: Be quiet. <laughs>
2: Brandon, who invited you? Um he, he, like I said, he was in B level stuff. Uh-huh. but his IMDB is full of this stuff. I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, no idea. So then, you know, after I heard this, I heard it on a podcast actually, on <laughs> the um slash film podcast. Ah, when they were reviewing the movie, so I went on YouTube and checked him out. Boy, guy, he he got he got cred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got Have cred. You, is the Crow? Is that something that would be known? Crow is it's no, he, but he was in Crow Stairway to oh. Heaven. It yeah, was, yeah. to so not you know, yeah, not the Crow everybody knows.
1: Um, not the good Crow. Not the good Crow. So um, yeah, man, I um, I liked, I loved it. I'll tell you what though. Halle Berry. How remember that song? Halle Berry's. Um, I don't like her at all. I uh, am disappointed every time she shows up in a movie. And she was amazing in this. Yes. I, w- I was sad that she was like, peace. I'm going to drop peace you off out. in the desert. I'm going to drink this water. Later. Oh, you can get my, my bag wash. Spurt. Um, I, wanted, I thought she was going to be in the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she only... And maybe that's even better because I was left wanting more. Like, I want more Halle Berry mm-hmm. from this franchise right. and her two dogs. Yes. Yo. Yes. I'm sorry. I cut you off. What were
2: we going to say? Um. Well, I was going to say Halle Berry. Belk, ah. I was going to say Halle Berry, especially she's badass. Yeah. But she's even more bad. I'm like, she's badass in the movie, right? Yeah. But you know, if she's going to be in this movie, she's going to be badass. Right. Yeah. And you know, she's going to be badass because you've seen the trailer because she's badass in the, in the trailer. Yeah but she's even more badass because it's her just like Keanu Reeves did the work. Yeah. Did like the you months see and it. months of training. Yeah. It's not like and that's the great thing about the John Wick movies. They're not like, you know, it's not a great fight that has been edited together. Yeah. It's a fight is a great fight that's been shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we'll be
1: over here with the cameras you guys go over there and fight and fight. Yes, which is and, and my favorite kind of like,
2: it's choreographed. It, it's it's yeah. all choreographed, but it still just comes off so seamlessly. Yes. great. and it's it's Halle Berry in every one of those scenes. Mm-hmm. You know, just just killing it. Mm-hmm. And and you Literally. gotta remember, she, Keanu Reeves, and Mark Dacascos, the 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 they are both—they're fi- all over fifty. Yeah, crazy. Doing oh. work. Yeah, doing work, son. Keanu Reeves is fifty-four years old. <laughs> Halle Berry's probably close to same, the same. Both same with yeah. Mark, and they're doing work,
1: work. I don't want—I don't want to be gross, but she looks the, she's better than she's ever looked.
2: Oh, she's a good-looking woman. I, I'm not gonna say she looks better than she ever looked. I like. oh, think
1: I'm, she I'm, looks. I'm, 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 I'm really
2: mean, right I now. I got ball fifty-four. But, uh, oh, <laughs> monster, Made me feel good. <laughs> um. I'm all right. You're good. <laughs> but um, yeah, but no, she was doing. She did. She did mad work in that movie, man. Uh, I, I like. I, I liked it. There were some aspects of it that were like a little corny, like the
0: the, the adjudicator. adjudicator. I liked her.
2: How did they not murder her?
1: Boom, a yeah. bullet to the head ends yeah. this whole I was, <laughs> I thought for sure someone was just going to be like whoop slipped cuz it was a, <laughs> you're dead. it was enough of a target she had yeah. a lot of head. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um the adjudicator, she was so
1: she was an annoying character. I loved her. Yeah.
2: You did? Yeah. yeah you would. <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't dig her. I love my man Lance Riddick. I can see That Lance was Riddick great. he everything. got some work to do too. Yeah, he got work.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I when when, when, when uh, they when they start storming the um what's the name of the hotel? The
2: Costa uh,
1: Continental. Yes. Continental. When they start storming the Continental and they're all suited up and they're like, oh, our regular bullets don't work anymore.
2: Yeah. You <laughs> I see him coming walking you... back yeah. all annoyed, like, pff, pff, shit, I got something for that. Man. Yeah, what, yeah. What? What?
1: But I really I really like that um, they would have to shoot them like four or five times, then go shoot someone else and then come back and shoot him again, then take their helmet, you know, kind or of shoot pop. Them in the neck. Or shoot them in the yeah. neck or pop open their uh, visors yeah. and shoot them in the face. Yeah. Um, it just—they uh, really amped up everything from the first two movies yes. in this one, and I thought it was just so much fun to watch. Right, and it's still, it still—it still gets me to react like, "Ooh,
2: ah, mm-hmm. oh, da- oh, damn!" Yeah, it's visceral. You yeah, know what I mean, it—it fe- it, it feels substantial the hits yeah. and, every- and everything that's going on. It- Which is impressive because for me, watching a
1: a movie that's so hyper violent, like you think, "Shoot them up!" Right, right. Um, shoot him up. I was just. Bored the entire time See, because there's the no ups and downs, it's always just blam, 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 blam. And after a while, I get tired of blam, blam, blam. But for there's something about these movies and the way they're choreographed and shot that I, it still gets me, it still it hits me on a visceral level.
2: And there's a sword fight on
1: horses <laughs> and on motorcycles, yeah, it was yes, yeah. so horse and a
0: motorcycle, yeah,
1: yeah. oh that was killer, ridiculous. That that one was starting to, I was like, all right, guys, wasn't that like
0: the beginning of the movie? It's is it like yeah, the halfway it's, it's,
2: point. Yeah, it's about yeah,
0: Because mm. yeah, he's on his before.
1: way. He's he's back
2: from the desert.
0: No, Wasn't that was before it before he
2: went to the desert? I'm I pretty sure was it was before, like in this. It was in the city he went to
0: the desert. Yeah, oh, no shit.
2: yeah. Because he's on his way to see Angelica Houston. What? He's on his the way director. to see the director.
1: Oh, Angelica Houston! Oh, 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 oh! To yeah.
0: to get uh, to get out. And get oh, past I guess his you're time.
1: right. I thought for some reason that was after that.
0: Um... Speaking of, I was just thinking you were talking about visceral fights. Um, I didn't realize, and I guess I should have, that the one guy in the beginning, the first guy he kills, is a a Philadelphia um, 76er. Baron, um, not not Baron, Um, what's his name? Um, What's his name? B, it's a it's a B. find it. It's a B.
1: Uh, Barry Ain't Got No Neck is his name. That was brutal. The whole theater groaned when he... uh, Oh, when he curbed him on the book?
2: Yeah.
0: That was great. Yes,
2: yes, that the, the, was beastly. Barry man. got no neck.
0: Boban, Boban, Boban Marjanovic.
2: Uh, yeah, Marjanovic. Yeah, he's a
0: Philadelphia Seventy
1: The whole theater felt it. Yo, yeah. And I, it was like in the first ten
0: minutes of the movie. And plus, you probably saw it at a Philly theater, so maybe. That's,
1: oh, maybe they all. Oh, I had no idea who this guy was. Right. But maybe everyone else was like, "Oh yeah, that guy." Um, but yeah, man, this was a fun, fun movie. I'm on board for John Wick Four. That being said, I
2: didn't. I didn't buy the the turn at the end.
1: No, I thought it was a. I thought it was like a ruse. So did I. Yeah, I I think it was on purpose. I was like, oh, he did that. He knew that somehow uh, Wick would be okay, but there's nothing to imply or nothing to back that up.
2: Nothing supports that,
0: right? He gets
1: like taken away by um one of the henchmen of uh, of Warren Fishburne. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, "Oh wait, did he do that on purpose? He really just turned
0: on him?" Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't, didn't buy it. I didn't
1: feel right. Yeah, it didn't, it, I didn't buy it.
0: I don't think it was. I think he. I think he knew. You think it's part of a ploy? Yeah. Plus, he purposely shot him in an alley, and I think he knows that there that those homeless people are in the alleys. So yeah,
1: I thought he was going to land on something specific, like a like in a dumpster.
0: Or, we didn't say like, spoiler alert. I, oh, well, well. Well,
2: well, well, I'll put it on there. But I, I there there are people that say that. He shot him knowing that uh, he would live because he's John Wick.
1: Right. And, and
2: he knows John Wick, right? That's not I enough would, for me. But I would buy that only if, and it seems weird, but only if he falls uh, more directly to the ground. You know what I mean? Or hit something directly below it. You know what I mean? The 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 fact that he bounces like about 4 or 5 times, you can't plan that. Yeah, that that, that don't you can't shoot somebody knowing that they're going to ricochet like four yeah, times. Yeah. So I I don't I don't buy that. Yeah, and, that's and, but him turning on him like that didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. Like I, I realize it. it's a world of assassins and
1: everyone's out to get everyone else, like at the drop of a hat. But there's something about their relationship and the way they had built it up throughout these movies that it just felt wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And, and 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 in the logic of the of this movie alone, he had multiple opportunities to have done that. Yeah. And, and knowing that he kills John John Wick, it's all over. It's all over. Yeah. 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 All right, you can have the Continental back. Yeah. Thanks. So it doesn't. It doesn't even make sense logically in that. So th- that's the only part of it. It's so like, uh... yeah, I definitely don't think it
1: should end here. It won't. Yeah.
0: They're definitely. They're... Well, I,
1: I started seeing things before I'd seen the movie. I had started seeing headlines like, um, Keanu Reeves um, says he'll do more if they want to do more. You know what I mean, but that makes it sound like oh, they came up with a definite end to this story. But if people are still clamoring for the more wickening, he'll come, he'll climb back in the saddle. At the, the, the end of this movie, is though like, well, it's a, it's kind of it's not a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. but it's
2: almost one. Right. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised, especially since the the, uh, the next one is coming out next May. They're, oh, okay. already said it's coming out next May. Same day as Akira. I, I wouldn't. What? Yeah, it's coming out the same date as Akira.
1: Akira,
0: yeah, they're making a live action. Akira. Oh, you didn't know that. And
2: they're gonna do it in a year. That's what I said. <laughs>
0: no. Yes. I would. As of right now, Taika Waititi's, um He's... Akira is confirmed for 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 May of 2021. Yeah. Yes
2: and it hasn't gone into production okay. yet. That's
1: 2 years. That's 2 years
2: though, guys, right?
1: I yeah, was that's like two years. I I, I paused because I was like 2021 is, is
0: next year. We're in, 2019, We're, in 2019, Len. We're in 2019,
1: Len. We're in 2019, Brandon. Right. That's not God damn it, Brandon, that's 2 years, Brandon. It's 2019. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself.
0: Brandon. <laughs> For a sec, you guys actually had me. Believe- I was like, I guess I messed
1: up. <laughs> well, you saw me. I was looking at my wrist, which has no watch on it. And if it did have a watch, it certainly doesn't have the year on it. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting there going, wait, no, this, that's two years from now, you guys. <laughs> All right, so good. All right, two years makes more sense. Okay. Well, th- well wait a minute. So, then, so is, then is John Wick in two years? Check it out. When the, <laughs> th- what does it say on John I- Wick DB? is the
0: same day so as As we'll Akira. Look up. Yeah.
1: Great. Oh, that's a bummer.
0: I don't I I mean mean, that's a good weekend one of them will probably be moved yeah May 21st 2021 you don't want to
1: put those movies up against each other
0: you want everyone because people are going to go see both of those movies the question is I've seen this come up a lot which one do you think would do better if they go up against each other oh that's rough because I've seen a lot of people think John Wick I think it would be John Wick
1: because Akira does not have I mean he's got three movies under his belt now Right. Akira will be big to the nerd community but I'm not you know I would have thought that Ghost in the Shell would have done better than it did.
2: Not me. How much yeah. did it do? Beca- it, I didn't. I didn't think that. The, um, I didn't think Ghost in the Shell would do better because the casting on Joe. Uh, no, Shell. no, no. I'm sorry. Battle Angel Alita is what I meant to say. Because mm. yeah. just
1: just looking at the trailer of it, because and that, that's what's going to happen with Akira.
2: Well, it, I think it's it. If you going on right now, you're going to say John Wick is going to do better, but it all depends on what that trailer looks like. Yeah. Because I think. A, Akira, even more than see, Akira has more name recognition. Does it? Than than Battle Elite. Yeah,
1: yeah, you I know, guess. But more, not man. not to
2: not to the people
1: at large.
0: No, I, I think, you don't think I of people think so. at large. I think yeah. It, yeah. because
2: you got to remember when Akira, when the when the the, the anime hit, mm. that was a, a, like an art house movie, mm. and uh and it was a hit in the art house. okay. So there were nerds that were going to see it, but there were some people that would just regularly go to the Ritz. And it was like, Oh, it's a nice little animated movie. It's like, Oh, it's an interesting tale, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it's more thoughtful than just some big dumb cartoon. Well, I mean, I know all of this. Yes. But you know, So it, it was a hit. So it, I think because of that, it has way more name recognition than over Alita. the years. And it, like, it's still going to depend on the casting in, In the, the trailer. trailer, yeah. But if if the casting, if the casting gets it over, like people are like filling the casting, then people, the momentum will start building for mm. the movie, and then if the trailer hits, it'll blow, it'll blow John Wick out of the water. Okay. Once the, uh, the casting will say whether or not John Wick moves or not.
1: Mm. Um, I'm certainly excited for both.
2: Me too. But here's no, I'm sorry. I was gonna say that
1: just Battle Angel Alita and I think even the other one, Ghost in the Shell, Mm -hmm. have proved that you can at least digitally do this,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Here's my thing we're both excited for Akira, yeah, live action remake of an animated classic, yes. Then why are we giving Disney crap for doing live at action remakes of animated classics? <sighs>
1: because they're about... Well, no, they're not. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of things like Lion King. It's like I'm just watching another animated movie. It, it's animated in a different way.
2: Okay, but that's Lion King. That's yeah. Jungle Book. Yeah. But that's not... Aladdin. that's not beauty and the beast that's not cinderella
0: yeah i think it's maybe that you guys are more excited for a grown-up like like akira is more grown up an adult film right
1: animated or not that's an adult film dealing with adult themes that are far more interesting to me than the stories of my youth being retold in a new format
2: those old disney movies are for children Okay, but, but, but then wouldn't that same argument hold for, you know, the comic book tales of your youth, which you have seen animated, now
1: being done live action? I would not say that um, The Avengers is a, is a children's movie. It's not The Lion King.
2: It's not a children's movie, but it's...
1: Those, these movies, the, the Lion King would not matter to me if it just came out. It was beloved to me when I was a child. I enjoyed it when I was a kid but if that if that movie came out now, I wouldn't care
0: yeah i don't think just I think like, with sorry oh no no you're fine I, I think with JD in particular because I don't know about when but I think with JD I think it's that it's not so much that it's a live action remake it's just he's not interested in, an, in a kid's movie anymore
1: yeah like I, I had to get taken to go see finding Nemo. I saw that, and I was like, oh, okay, it's talking fish. I don't care about this. And then I had to go see it for one reason or another, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is wonderful.
2: I loved it. Okay. But But it it didn't strike my fancy. But that, but okay, that's you. But I'm talking about the world at large, you know. Are they poo-pooing
1: this? I I thought they were making all the money.
2: They they poo-poo the idea of Disney remaking their animated classics, Mm. you know, because they're, they're, they, they, they have no reason to exist. Why you do that? Why you right. just go to the original? That's certainly been the argument against Al- uh, uh, Aladdin, Dumbo. It was a, it was the argument against that Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. You know, it's been an argument against all of them. Even, not think, even the Lion King that's coming up? Well, do
1: do you not think that that is a a, a, um, a larger problem? I don't think it's just Disney recreating remaking their movies. I think any time a movie is remade. Everyone comes out of the woodwork to be like, "Oh, how come you can't make anything original? You're just remaking all the other stuff." I see, I see that time and time again, and I'm not entirely sure it's just about Disney. I think it's people complain about it any time a movie gets remade.
2: Uh, I don't think it's on, on every movie being remade. I think it's a matter of the movie that's being remade um, and the reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. because. Case in point, Star Is Born, which they recently just did. Yeah, yeah. You know, with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yeah. Um, that movie has been made four times, mm-hmm. but it's almost like it's a different Star Is Born for every generation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But you can argue why are you remaking it? Right. You know? Um
1: that's not a one to one comparison though. Those are different Remakes; those are different stories each time with the similar beats, but it's not the movie being remade. Okay, it's they're re, they're uh, re-touching on a theme, not a
2: remake. Well, or I, I guess the the Bradley Cooper one is. It's it's a lot of the same beats yeah. and, and and some of the same stories. Maybe the trapping changed a little bit, yeah. but I see what you're saying. It's not a one to one type of thing. But my big my big thing in so much here, just wanting to keep it from the live action to animation, is that and maybe it wasn't in these circles. Maybe it wasn't in this room. Maybe it wasn't here at the complex. But I have certainly been in spaces mm. where people have argued about the necessity. Of Disney doing these remakes, and I'm just wondering why, why I'm not, I have not heard a similar cry about Akira, hmm. or I didn't even hear a, a, a similar cry about Ghost in the Shell until you until heard ScarJo, until ScarJo. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Um,
1: and it's it's just as animated. Yeah. Because it's instead of just being drawn in, you know, cells, it's CG. Akira's is going to be top to bottom CG, except for maybe the actors. Right. And right. even then, when you know Tetsuo, is it Tetsuo? I always get them confused. Uh, Kaneda and Tetsuo. Uh, all I can think is, all I can hear is them yelling each other's name to each other. <laughs> Uh, but he becomes a giant, like amorphous blob. Right. So that's going to be LCG too. So it's yeah, it's really just going from one animation to another animation, a la Lion King or The Jungle Book.
2: So I see what you're saying.
1: Um, I don't care either way.
2: Okay. Um, I just so you, don't. So you actually would. N- don't have a problem with Disney no, doing Lion King? No. Action. I don't
1: care that they're remaking them. I just don't care that they're remaking them. <laughs> right. I, got I just you. don't care. I got you. I got you. As opposed okay. to this one, I'm like, oh, I love Akira. I'm going to see that. I'm going to check it out. All right. I cool. hope it's good. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm nervous, but I
0: want to see it. So Brandon,
1: do you have anything to? No, any, any answer Because I that have question? a Shinakira. So, well, I'm Disney.
0: I don't mind the Disney remake. Like, um, I was driving home with my cousins one day, and one of them said she really wanted to see Dumbo, and I was like, well, why don't you just watch the movie? She's like, oh, I don't like cartoons. Mm-hmm. So to me, that that's our answer right there is that kids these that days frustrates
2: me. But I, I've been telling people left to right, the, kid, the kids don't. They don't want to see the 2D animation Ah, anymore. That
1: drives me nuts.
2: No matter how beautiful it may look. Mm -hmm. They don't want to see... You know why? Because in their mind, that's TV.
1: Yeah. That's so dumb. Let me ask you this. No one has an answer to this, but do you think they'll ever redo Miyazaki films? like As, a like a live action a live spirited action?
2: away live
1: action princess mononoke
2: I had heard actually at one time one of them was people were looking yeah. into it but um
1: I think the Miyazaki fans would have a fucking fit
2: I think I think it his his company would not yeah. go for it um yeah I don't I don't see that happening
1: it's just it's a, you know it makes me think of it cuz you were talking about kids not liking 2D animation and those movies are the most beautiful things you could find
2: now, redoing them as CG, maybe, maybe, maybe another ten years. Okay, I can see like taking one of his earliest ones. What's that? Um, what's the flying? What's the, the how's flying Howl, castle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see maybe trying like like one of the lesser ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, like just quote and unquote and lesser. Yeah, but
1: anyway, i was just curious. Um, was was that? Uh oh, and oh, real quick before we jet though, I did. Catch a hold of the perfection. Oh on yeah, you Netflix, starring um, Logan Browning and
0: Phoebe Waller Bridge.
1: No, no, I know. No, from when girls. you pointed me,
0: that's oh, Allison Williams.
1: Allison Williams, thank you. So this is a movie on the Netflix, and I saw Logan Browning, and I said, "Oh, I'll watch this." And then I saw Allison Williams, and I said, oh, "I
2: guess I'll watch this." And um, <laughs> Logan Browning, famously known from
1: uh, "Dear White People," yes, and. Uh, I did this thing. I don't like trailers very much. So if I'm already interested in the cast that is in this movie. Don't need to see the trailer. But Netflix does an infuriating thing that Mm -hmm. drives me up a batty wall. Is that it uh, will just automatically start playing the trailer. As soon as you land on the option to, to watch it. Which sucks if I'm like, I want to look at my phone for a minute. And mm-hmm. I just want to, tr- I, I go to a thing just to let it sit and then it starts talking at me. Anyway, it drives me nuts. So <laughs> I started watching the trailer for this and it presented itself as this kind of movie, a specific genre. And I said, oh, okay. I'm interested in the three seconds that I've just seen. I was going to watch it anyway. Play. Here we go. Before I get any right. further into this trailer, I'm pressing play. Right. And I started watching it and this movie is bonkers. Really? It's so weird. It's um, It's so interesting. It's trying to do a couple of different things at the same time. I'm not sure if it succeeded. I don't know if I hated this movie or if I loved it. And I don't think either of you have seen it. No, I have not. I kind of want you to see it so that we could talk about it, because I have no one to talk to about this movie.
2: But literally, Susan and I... What's the 30-second pitch on it?
1: uh, uh, Okay, so, um, uh, Allison Williams was... Part of this musical academy, this very prestigious, very exclusive um, musical academy. She was a master celloist. Mm -hmm. Cellist? Celloist? Cellist. 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 And she wound up, her her mother got sick, so she had to leave this institute um, and go take care of her mother. For over 10 years, she was dying. So she made that sacrifice and left. And then her mother finally passes away, so she calls up. Stephen Weber, who is the head of this, you know, I oh. think he was from Wings. Was yes. That? Yeah, and uh, says, "Hey, remember me? My mom finally passed away, and I'd love to come visit and see." So in the in the interim, uh, Logan Browning is the new hotness. Hotness, yes, thank you. Um, she's got, you know, she's world renowned. She's like one of the world's best cellists. She's got albums. She's very famous, and um, that's where I'll leave you. Okay. Okay. Uh and it is we it's like three genres of film in one movie. Okay. What are they? I'm not gonna say.
2: Don't That's a spoiler. Say,
1: you don't even want to say to John. Oh, you're not gonna Brandon, don't watch it. Yeah. It's not the, for Brandon.
0: <laughs> Len watch it. You should at least say it's a thriller. It's a sure. I mean I'm looking at there Netflix are, I was is, thrilled. There's genres. It says thriller.
1: Great. So uh I didn't even wanna say that, but yeah. So definitely watch it, Len. Uh, and anybody else out there, if you've already watched The Perfection, please uh, email me at, at gmail.com because I am dying to talk about this with somebody. All right.
2: I will watch it for next week. Nice. And I'm going to give you some homework for next week. Oh, I love homework. And it's also on Netflix. Okay, good. It's easy. Uh, it, it is a movie produced by Spike Lee. It's a time travel uh, see movie. See you
1: yesterday. Yes. I started it last night. There you go. I'm already halfway done my homework.
2: All right, cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes, uh, that is a very cool movie about mm-hmm. um a couple of high school kids going back in time trying to Can I go back in time to try to right her wrong, let's put yeah. it that
0: way.
1: Yeah. I got I got I'll tell you. Yeah, minute. Yeah, I I got halfway through it. Brandon, what's Brandon's homework? Everyone watch Barry. Oh, Barry! The TV show Barry is that? Is it on Netflix? It's it's on on HBO. HBO? Oh, it's on HBO.
0: Each episode is only half an hour. Eight episodes a season. It's short. Uh,
1: so that is about a hitman who decides he wants to be an actor. Be an actor. Yes. Starring Henry Winkler and. That guy who plays Barry from SNL. Yeah, I was about to say, the star.
0: Yeah, yeah, it stars Bill Hader. Yeah, Bill, Bill Hader, Hader. Thank you. Yeah, the star is not Henry
2: Winkler. He's definitely the co-star. Yeah, he's, but he's, he's in it. He's not the star. <laughs>
0: well,
2: I'm gonna watch some old Fonz. No, it's not. It's not the. It's, not the, it's you
1: know. pretty good. though. I I agree with Brandon. It's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, watch watch
0: Barry on HBO. Actually,
1: I don't know if it is that funny. It's, it's a so dry far it's just humor. yeah so far it's just kind of
0: it gets hilarious okay good I mean it's still it' still has real heavy moments yeah but it also has very very funny moments yeah
1: it's a dark comedy I would say very dark um, com-
2: it's it's actually interesting I I haven't gotten that far into that into this the series yet but I've seen like you know clips of it and it's it's very cool if you're a fan of Gotham the TV show Gotham nope it, to see the actor, and I don't know his name, but you'll know him when you see him, who plays uh, Zaz yes. on... Oh, is he the bald guy? Right. Yeah, the, yeah. On, on Gotham, but he's in Barry, mm-hmm. and he's a totally different character. It really is kind of like... It threw me for a loop. Yeah. Because like, I think I caught it like like in the middle of one of the episodes, and he was on, and I was like... Well, this is not Gotham. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, they're very similar in that, like, they're both – both his character in Barry and in Gotham, they're both very, like, eccentric yes, characters. That's, so yes, that's true. It's real great.
2: That's yeah. – that I will agree. Well, yeah. if you know the, the actor, he can't be anybody but eccentric. <laughs> yeah. Like, because – I'm sorry. He has a look that does
0: just not play. Well, he has alopecia, so. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to say – so you you hinted at it so No I didn't. Okay. I just said he had his a look. He
2: had a look that doesn't play for, you know, just, you know, uh uh, uh the bagger at at the Walmart. <laughs> <I'm> back... <laughs> I
0: couldn't come over.
2: With... Like a bagger at the Walmart. <laughs> ah,
1: that coveted that coveted Hollywood role. Bagger at Walmart bagger number, number 2. One. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Spoiler Alert. No, gutter Talk. Um, uh, thank you for joining us, Brandon. Thank you for having me, everyone. You're so welcome. Uh, you can email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com or
2: blacktribbles at gmail.com.
1: And you can leave us a voicemail at coldpopgo.com. And uh, oh, you can go to the Patreon, Patreon slash Johnny Destructo if you want to help us out. Is that it? Are we done? Yeah. G- okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk at you later. Ta-da-da!